Hello and welcome to the Oh Dear Podcast. My name is Christian Durant, Senior Vice President of the Oh Dear Podcast, Oh Dear Nation, Oh Dear Limited, and Oh Dear Weekly, and all subsidiaries there in 4-2, which with me as always on the one podcast where we talk about the things that make your mother clutch her pearls and yell, oh dear, are my co-hosts Brett Rabel and Nick Whitmer. Yes. Christian's yes, in form. Yes, Christian's yes. in form. Well, let's let's cut out the fucking malarkey and bullshit. Let's get to what we're really talking about. <laughs> let's get off to air, the, yeah, the off fucking, air Brett, Brett just the thing tickled, that needs to be talked about right now. Brett tickled my mandula obligata. He fucking <laughs> <laughs> he captured my imagination with what's yeah. going on. So, Brett, go ahead. All right. Here's what's up, guys. I woke up. I'm getting on the pod. And I come in with that hot, I got to say some shit energy even though like what i'm about to say is nothing that matters to my friends lives but when you do that you're basically going you're my friends so you just have to hear me complain you know what i mean mm-hmm. yeah so anyway i woke up do the dishes i have this uh and i had did the dishes in my apartment there's a full sink even though they you know a majority of them aren't mine and by the way for what it's worth uh I cooked in a pan and then left it for my roommate to have the food that I cooked for both of us to be a good roommate. Like I love the guy. He's great. And then, and then he ate the leftovers of that meal. So he got two to three meals out of which I got one. So in my head, I'm like, I'm not doing those pans. Yeah. If you get the food, the original and the leftovers and maybe a third leftover, that's your dish. That's at that point. And so, and then I'm annoyed because I'm doing all the cups. And I think my roommate threw out my cups because we have this ongoing feud of he believes less cups is better. So it forces you to do dishes. But I'm sitting there going, you ain't doing the fuck. But you're not doing. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like a lot of cups. There's in what world is six, like is 12 cups instead of five in a cabinet, like fucking over your head. You're like, no, I can't. It's just one of those things where roommate peculiarities, but I'm pro cup. I'm pro yeah, many cups. It, it would like it would be like only wanting three pairs of underwear, so you had to do more laundry. <laughs> right? Yeah. You know what I mean? It's really like, wait, isn't it? Don't you want to do less laundry? You know yes. what I mean? Like, or like not necessarily less laundry, but like less frequently. Like if you have more cups, you have to do the dishes. You're always going to have to do the dishes. But if you have more cups, you can at least go a little bit longer between having to do dishes, right? Yes. And and get this. We had the read through at the house, full cast read through of our play at the house. And I don't, we don't have any cups. So people are like, can I have a glass of water? And I got to pull out. These like party tray, like everyone's yeah. drinking out of like s- plastic saucepans. Like saucer, that we had, yeah. <laughs> Literally, it looks, like it looks like something you would give a cat. Yes, because <laughs> that's just what we had. It was like a sauce yeah. tray, and I was like, "That's all we have." So now, like, we got our cast of grown professional adults drinking out of like like glorified contact lenses. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Like, like, oh, perfect. I, I wanted just uh, an eighth of an ounce of water to hydrate myself. And yeah. I, it's a small thing. But then I, th- I believe I want to ask him this morning politely. And by the way, he's a close friend and he might be awake hearing me, hearing me podcasting about this situation right now. That's fine. But he's a dear friend, and, and I want to ask him, like, did you throw away my cups? I got these nice cups from my best – like, my one of my best friend's cousins were moving out, and they live in a fancy-schmancy place. And they were like, yo, we have these nice – you want these cups? And I was like, those are nice cups. 
and they're like William Sonoma cups. They're like nice giant glasses. They're huge and they're yeah. amazing. And now I think they got thrown away because just like the idea, like, you know, I, I my, my roommate is one of my favorite people, but he has a peculiarity where he randomly thinks some things are clutter, but then all of his shit is not clutter. So I have like, yeah. I like having six extra cups and that's clutter in the cabinet. But meanwhile, there's just shit strewn everywhere. It's like, what the fuck, bro? Yeah. It's all good though. No, that's fascinating to me. Um, the, the idea, first of all, like just throwing out someone else's property is, is like pretty, <laughs> it takes a lot I, of I think he, I but, think it's like a weird living situation. So I'm pretty sure he probably thinks it was the monks who lived here before. Okay. That makes the, sense. All right. The cult of monks who devoted themselves to a life of voluntary poverty to which I say, would one of those monks have a William Sonoma glass? Right. They would not. (laughs) Um, Yeah. That's, that's interesting. And it's also like throwing out cups is like throwing out somebody's towel. Like it's like, Oh, like you don't do that. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. Not without their permission. Or you got to say like, Hey, this is a moldy ass towel. Like it's, it shouldn't be here anymore. But that's really yeah. But but then it would that even in that situation, it'd be like, Don't you don't you project onto me what my hygiene level needs to be of just my body. Yeah. Although then, I did have a roommate once who was so smelly the other three roommates had to step in and tell him Wow you need to clean up your body and shower. Oh man. Did they do it? I mean, it's so hard to oh, tell yeah. a twenty six, twenty seven year old adult male. Wasn't like, it, wasn't it the guy who like he worked at a car garage too? He worked, yeah, he worked he was like at a like, mechanic or something. And he would tell me he would never clean himself because he was like, "I'm gonna get dirty tomorrow." It's like, okay, dude, good. we could smell yeah. him coming from across, like down the oh, block. No, oh no, <laughs> every day. So he had like the smelliest job, and then wouldn't shower, and it would just be like he would be in his room, door closed, and the, it wouldn't it. seal in the flavor. You could yeah. just, <laughs> in the communal room, yeah, you could just geez. smell him. You're like, good lord, we had to. That He's was like the, the opposite of the roommate. Instead of like, hey man, if we have less dishes, we have to do the you know like about doing like the dishes last. He's like. I don't ever do the dishes. I don't ever clean my body. Yeah, like, I don't. I don't do the dishes I'm on never, my body. <laughs> yeah, I'm never gonna do it. He's like not worried about clothes. Like fuck it, dude. Yeah, uh, that's, that's gross, man. And the that's grossest. Really that was a weird conversation. On it's really funny. Like I shit my pants. Well, I mean, I'm gonna shit tomorrow, so might as well just get it all <laughs> yeah. Like, but when, but by that, by that philosophy, it's like I, I'm gonna get dirty again tomorrow. So why not? So why bother? But like the philosophy doesn't make sense because I'm like, well, when are you going to get clean? Yeah. You know what I mean? When, when is the, uh, when is the appropriate time to get clean? Yeah. Yeah. I'm, it's, <laughs> I shit my pants. I'm going to shit tomorrow. So why even do that with your babies guys? Just go yeah. <laughs> to your, to your wives, go, babe, they're going to have a dirty diaper again. So let's so, just reuse this one in perpetuity. Yeah. Dude, yeah, that's some... trying to get the most bang out of the buck for the diaper. Just be like, listen, <laughs> yeah. let's let her shit in it a couple times before yeah. we change it. <laughs> Come on. Let's like, get the best use out of it. We're just going to have to change it again. So fuck, dude. Yeah, yeah, if we can cut down our diaper usage by a half, we'll be, you know, you'll probably be able to buy another place, Christian. Or 
Yeah, I, I, I was thinking about a, diapers the other day. Like, where did di- like the di- diapers must be like such a um, bad thing for the environment? Yeah, they're pretty bad. Like, I don't know how if they are biodegradable or not. They don't seem like they would be biodegradable. They made diapers so durable and like to be able to absorb so much piss and shit and stuff. And it's it, they're amazing, but like we fill up a diaper bin and throw it in the garbage. There's no recycling because it has shit and piss in it. Yeah. So I'm like, is there just a landfill with like every baby's diaper in it? First of mm. all, just our diaper bins. Like my wife's always like, it smells like a dead raccoon. Like it's yeah. that. It's like <laughs> it's really the diaper bad. bin is. It's it's so bad. It's like imagine if you every time you shit you put it in a bucket. You yeah. know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's true. It's like the fucking grossest smelling thing. So we just throw it away and then it goes to a landfill and it just sits out and rots with all every other baby's shitty diapers. It's like, Mm -hmm. where do we put this shit, dude? Where does it go? It just sits there. Like, yeah, our diaper pills, it's really gross. Even if you take take out the the bag, like the bag of of gross diapers, put a completely new bag in. You open it up and it still smells like a waft of just oh, yeah. feces. Oh, yeah. Does it, that uh, doesn't get old, does it, huh? Oh, my God. And it, it fills up the entire room. You're like, what the fuck? How's this baby shit this bad? But, yeah, it's like – but diapers are one of those things that it's like insanely bad for the environment, I think. But it's one of those that like an environmentalist will be like, hey, you know those are really bad? And then parents will just be like, hey, you know what? Fuck you. Fuck you. <laughs> I, I need this one. I need it's like, this like, oh, oh, they're bad? Well, then why don't you take care of my baby, yeah. you motherfucker? <laughs> like, yeah. I'm doing the best I can, so fuck off. You know, if yeah. you keep using diapers, if we stopped this, this uh, non-biodegradable diaper usage, we could cure climate change by 2025. Oh, fuck you. Fuck off. Oh, good oh, for dear. you. <laughs> <laughs> Becoming an immediate, immature 15-year-old. Oh, great. Clapping. Oh, (laughs) this guy wants to end climate change in four years. Oh, look at me. I'm a little bitch. (laughs) That's the newest thing, by the way. I've seen it going around on like uh, TikTok and YouTube and stuff is like there are people who are now becoming climate change deniers. Oh, Uh, let's ride. Let's go. And there's like people who are like – like, you know how, like, there's people who are just smart enough to make it sound good? Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? So, like, there's this one woman, and she, and she, and she was having a debate with another one. The woman who's pro-climate change is like, well, you know, 98% of scientists believe in climate change. And she goes, so? And she goes, yeah. well, that's a lot. And she goes, <laughs> she goes, science isn't a democracy. Like she's like 98%. That doesn't mean like, that doesn't mean it's not a populist thing. It's like science is like, there's only one right and one wrong. Like that doesn't matter if the 2% is the right one and the 98% is the right one. It doesn't matter. There's only one right. But like, she's having this very compelling argument and then you just go, huh, well that's, you know, she's not wrong there. But like, I just feel like there's so much contrarian shit. Like I don't trust anything anymore. Like, To because ha- because this is the thing about content. Christian and I were talking about it a little bit before the uh, the podcast. Is like content is such a monetizable thing now for some people that mm-hmm. you don't even you don't even need to be right. You don't even you could just completely just need the content 
And if you know that your content's going to piss off a lot of people, it's almost beneficial. No, it is beneficial to you because you're going to get hate watches and you're going to get more eyes on your thing. And then you're going to, your profile is going to explode. So everybody now like has a motive. Everybody has an agenda and it's become, I think almost everything on the internet has almost become unwatchable because like, Last night I like just turned on YouTube and the first video that pops up is from Breaking Points that show that news commentary show on YouTube and they're like they're like it's about uh something that Sonny Hostin had said on the View, right? So they they go, "Hey guys, we're here at Breaking Points. We're going to talk about this fucking bitch Sonny Hostin on the View and her dumbass opinion. Here it is." And they show her little blurb and then they go, "Well, here's what I think about it." So I'm like, "So your show is you are commentating on somebody else's commentating. And now we're, it's not even about the issue anymore. It's not even about, I think they're talking about freedom of speech and Twitter. It's not even about that anymore. Now it's about, hey, look at this dumb bitch with her dumb opinion. Here's my opinion about how her opinion is shit and how she's a fucking idiot. Like, that's what everything, it's like, we're just, it's become to the point where like, I I just can't like I just want to watch a I would rather watch a hacky sitcom because at least I know I'd rather watch the fucking I don't know what's a I'd rather watch the Big Bang Theory honestly than any of this other shit because at least they're earnest about just trying to make the thing that they wanted to make trying you know to make I mean? something just like funny yeah. or not yeah. it's like yeah it's like funny it's like comedy made to be funny but it's not like funny <laughs> right but it's 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 not like it's not like the people who made the big bang theory were like ooh this is in the news so let's make an episode all about it and then we can you know what i mean it's like everybody's just trying to own somebody else so at least like you're just being you're just wrote a scripted comedy that has jokes in it at least that i'm not worried about you you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. There's I have something- a new podcast coming out called This Is Why My Co-Host of My Other Podcast, Nick Whitmer, is a fucking idiot. Right? <laughs> yeah. It's just yeah. burning him. Yeah. It's, uh, well, the thing that really irritates me is that, like, that, you know, these people have to have content, so they have to have an opinion. So that's yeah. what, like, bothers me about, like, even if you don't think anything about this Sonny Houston, whatever – like the the thing is now you have to have an opinion. Like people on Twitter have been asking me what my opinion is on fucking Sunny Houston. So here it goes. And then they come up with a fucking video. It's like most of it is like bullshit. They don't even, mm. it's not even an opinion they really have, but they know they have to have something like I'm sure Tucker, Carl, Tucker Carlson, like, I don't think he cares about everything he talks about, but he has to fill, oh, bro. you know, an hour every day. So he has to come up with something. There's no better constipated brow furrower on yeah. cable news than Tucker Carlson. Right. He treats everything like he is like deeply investigating it. And he's like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> mm. oh my yeah. God. It's like, I, I know he mastered that look by being in fifth grade social studies and he wasn't paying attention. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like <laughs> it's such a strained, I'm no, I'm listening. Look, mm-hmm. I, um, I, I would love to write on the daily show, but that always seems like such a hard job as a, like to be a writer on there, be, especially me, just cause I'm like, I don't give a fuck that much about politics. So like mm-hmm. having to come up with like jokes about Suzanne Collins or like Mitt Romney, like, I mean, I don't know, like awful. I would just life. be on the Wikipedia, like co- yeah. trying to write stuff. What an awful life. 
Isn't it funny? Isn't it funny how you just think of comedy and you go like, "What an awful life having to write for that show." (laughs) (laughs) That's why I started with. I would love to write for that show. It's like I gotta fucking, I gotta talk to model Trevor Noah every day. (laughs) Like this guy's a male model. Oh man! And then I gotta, and then you have to write about Tim Munchin and just random (laughs) shit. Like who cares about these people? They're not in my life. They're not. Anything I care about, they're just like interchangeable proper nouns. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, who is the pinata this week? Okay. It's, and the, yeah. Right, jokes, right. <laughs> yeah. And the jokes have to be purposely simple so they come across as like hacky, you know, like Trevor Noah. I mean, it's, listen, I mean, it's like, I, I'm not, I don't like make it my business to like openly shit on other comedians, but like so many times you hear Trevor Noah on the Daily Show do a joke and it's like, the most common denominator joke of all time. It happens so frequently. And it's because, well, how else are you going to do a joke about Joe Manchin? You know what I mean? Right. It's like, no, the yeah. only way to do it is to kind of be hacky about it and to do like a joke about how, oh, he's he's a Democrat who is actually a, a secret conservative. Okay, so what else is a secret? Oh, you, may, you know what I mean? Like you're just doing like, you're just- It's all- It's like ad libs. <laughs> Yeah, this is, like it, is, it is. This is like the jokey that I can't even do a Trevor Noah impression. Uh, Chris Christie is about to run for, I got, he's got a hard voice to try and mimic. Yeah. yeah. But he's got a, Chris Christie is running for president, which is surprising because he doesn't run for anything. It's yeah. like, that's the type of, you yeah. God, I hate, oh, yeah. I hate, I hate yeah. politi- politics jokes that aren't about like politics in an abstract, bigger way. Right. Yeah, but yeah. are about like wordplay, but that's the strictures of that show. You have to produce thirty minutes of digestible comedic content, so that's what you're gonna do. But late night shows is there any is there anything more archaic than a late night show? Is there anything that feels less relevant to how we want to ingest entertainment than a yeah. show on television late night? That's why right. James Corden is leaving his show because he's well, like, I, I want to go have a, yeah, a real or more real showbiz career. And by the way, I will go on the record and say James Corden stinks. Uh, he stinks. Yeah. Uh, I, I will gonna, go on the record happily. This is uh, <laughs> this is the first time I actually respect his decision about something <laughs> um, to leave. And it's not it is not just because I don't like him and I don't want his show to be on the air. I mean, it's not I'm not even I don't even feel that strong. No, I just him. don't want him to have but, a good life. He just yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, dude, I'm rooting for his demise. I'm re- I want to read in the news that he's having marital problems and yeah. I just want to read shit isn't going well for him. The thing is, though, it's like <laughs> it just kind of shows you how dead end those jobs are, because if be waiting in the wings like Conan used to and like those late night shows used to be the best place to be because you are next up. You come on at a later time slot. You can do different types of jokes. You can go viral on the Internet. Like yeah. it used to be like a fun, irreverent thing. But network comedy has never been safer than it's been. And uh, I think that just doing that job and then like Kimmel and who is in Colbert, like Colbert's and Kimmel and Fallon are not going to step down because they're probably the last ones that are going to do this job and they're just going to milk it forever. 
like the, this this type of job like i don't know the finances of the show maybe the shows are so inexpensive to put on that they'll just always have this type of show but i know for a fact nobody watches i mean i heard kimmel talking about how after they air a show they put up the clips on youtube before the show even airs yeah because they make their they get more views on youtube so yeah. he's like oh my opening monologue will actually be on youtube before it even airs on TV because who gives a shit about TV? Like they're even aware of how limiting their own thing is. And at what point do you just cut out the middleman and just have an internet show or or a YouTube show? Like, why do you even need NBC at that point? So all these guys, like you're going to get tired of doing the same shit over and over again. Like, what do you like? What's the whole point? And if you're James Corden, it's not like you're going to out, you're going to wait out Colbert and then you're going to get his job. Why would you even want his job? Like, what is so good about it anymore? There's so much Colbert and like his job. He didn't even go to watch the standups. Yeah. yeah. We, we, we all know that for those listening, whenever yeah. standup comedian does the late show with Stephen Colbert, he literally pre-tapes him going. He's not there. They, they filmed the standup set at another time with a block of comedians and Colbert is not there. So when you see him, even if he says, give it up for the hilarious, uh, let's just say Pedro Gonzalez, he recorded that when Pedro wasn't in the room. And he turns his chair over to the stage to make and it look like he's going to he, now he's watch. Gonna watch him. <laughs> Man, what the hell? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can't watch a comedian. He's like, I can't be bothered to watch random comics do five minutes of. He's like, most- I need to get out of this building as fast as possible, and that five <laughs> minutes is really going to eat up my time. Yeah, Colbert's like, I need to get out of this building as fast as possible so I can go worship the Lord. <laughs> yeah, and to be fair, if I hosted his show, I wouldn't watch any comedians either because I no, hate sure. watching comedians. I really do. Like, I'm just like, okay, well, who are you? Are you really going to wow me in your network safe five minute set? I'm, I'm out. See ya. I mean, shout out to Jimmy Fallon. Jimmy Fallon sits there and watches. He's like, Jimmy yeah. Fallon, he's and he guffaws. Yeah. He yeah. really Jimmy generous. brings the crowd up. Yeah. He's generous back there where he's like laughing at your set and in shot. It's pretty nice. Nice yeah. guy. Yeah. But then he's an alcoholic. So what are you going to do? <laughs> I've heard this stories. Is- Am I going off on all of the late night hosts? Like yeah, pretty mean? much. Am I being mean? <laughs> I mean, you went after Corden, Colbert. Uh, did you go after Kimmel? No. Well, all I said about Colbert went. is I mockingly said he worships the Lord. Yeah. What's wrong with that? Well, you put a you little, said it in the most dismissive little, yeah. way. Yeah, exactly. That's like, like, like he was going to a Scientology meeting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I just, he's just very religious and it's just uh, yeah. good. It's good. It's ever. It's all good. It's good to be at. I don't um, think you've shit on Seth Meyers, so if you could do that, that'd be. Helpful. He's a he's a harder one to shit on. I mean, he really, you know, he's the well, least funny of all. <laughs> Whitmer's got ammo for days. <laughs> really, like I feel. Like anyway, I would love to do any of their shows. I, yeah, I mean, I think Seth Meyers would actually be the nicest person. Maybe not. I don't know. There's something about him that's very. I don't know. But uh, his show kind of stinks. Like it's, uh, I mean, they all do. It's not their faults. They're all funny people. They're all talented people. They're all funny I mean, people. That actually is true. I'll, you know, there's a couple I think of the, them that I'd be funny. Yeah, I just think the format is so tired and like limiting and you can only do a certain amount of things. And then the people who try to do it like irreverently always fuck up. You know, like I think Norm was talking about it. Um, the the comedian Eric Andre had a little 
a little like show like that on Comedy Central, and it was supposed to be just the wacky version. And like the first day, he comes on, and then he like takes a sledgehammer and like busts Eric up Andre the show. What do you mean? What do you mean? Is it still on? He's had Eric Andre show for like hell, like eight. I don't know, a bunch of years. But so that's not even a late night show. That's just like a Eric Andre does insane. Yeah. Is a crazy shit. person on and Adult Swim. Oh, it, like it works because he's like insane. I the thought whole it was time. a. It's I thought so it was like not a, a late night show. I thought it, but because he did that bit where he like comes out and fucks up the desk with a sledgehammer. Yeah, yeah, and then like does interviews at a broken desk. Yeah, and yeah. It's, yeah. It's, I just thought that like, was like the whole show. <laughs> so what was like? So what were you saying, Norm? had a point about that or well yeah he's like he's like you know you're trying to be like rock and roll and irreverent but you break the desk and it's like is that really what the is that really what the show is like the shows you're making fun of and mocking is it is the desk really the thing that's the problem and then you're just sitting there without a desk for the rest of the show he was basically like i don't get like i you know I could see Norm not liking the Eric Andre show. Yeah, and I think about their comedy. Yeah, I mean Norm was like you know irreverent in his own ways, but I guess he's he's also like very respectful of like Letterman and all those guys. So I think you know that's probably where that comes from. But yeah, I I don't know. I didn't know that was an entire show. I know he had the other parts of it where he was like the cop and him made out and like so those things. I didn't realize that was the same show. I thought those are two different shows. But yeah. that's my ignorance because who watches TV? Um, yeah. Um, I yeah. watch TV. I watch it every day. <laughs> Christian um, actually, Christian tells me he runs a blog where he watches every late night host's monologue yeah. and breaks it down. You yeah. know, it's funny. There's not even an autistic person out there who does that. What's right. his name would do that? Judd Apatow said he did that. He would, yeah. he would uh, watch like you know, Jay Leno and all you know, tonight show and all the late night shows and like write down, uh, like transcribe SNL and their monologues and stuff and try to figure out how the math worked of the jokes. Mm-hmm. And that's how he became Jed Apatow, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> hey, it worked out for him. He is, yeah. uh, now the uh, richest man in comedy. So did you see the bubble? What's the, the movie? He did? Yeah, I did. It's yeah. a Netflix movie. It's kind of like, I haven't seen it because like the premise annoys me, but it's like such a, I don't know. It's probably great. I don't know. But just the premise is like a bunch of actors working on a movie are um, stuck in their COVID bubble because the the pandemic starts and then now they're stuck in a COVID in a hotel and they can't act or something. And I was just like, uh, I don't know, like movies about like COVID I'm like, ugh. it has two things going against it: movies about COVID and movies about making movies. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? It's like, yeah, ooh, I, those are two, those are two yeah, strikes on something. <laughs> I, I don't know if I'm yeah. care. I watched it, and it's very much like, it's very much like uh, the formatting has been done to death. The mockumentary type thing, okay. You know, like the. It's oh, I didn't just, know it was a mockumentary. Well, it, it, there's like parts. It's just like you know, it's a movie about a movie. You know, like it's like that whole thing has been done to death so much, and like the, the, there's some funny jokes in it, and it it's really like it's the same criticism of every every Jad Apatow movie is there's needlessly forty minutes extra in it, and you know it's like I'm not saying that because it's like this one like because other ones. 
you kind of like everybody involved. Mm-hmm. So like when you're watching like 40 year old virgin, you're like, you're like, Oh, that's a little too long. And you're like, all right, maybe, but I like those characters. So I didn't mind it, you know, but when you're watching a, a movie where like every character in the movie is a person who you hate because you're supposed to hate them. Cause they're all like really annoying actors and shitty people. And you know, the, it, it's really hard to, to justify those extra 40, 45 minutes of watching mm, when you don't yeah. like any of the characters. And that's the thing is like when you're so many things are about that now is like characters who aren't grounded in any way at all. Like, you know, you watch shows and it's like every character is an asshole, but that's the point. You know what I mean? Like a succession is like the serious version and, you know, like righteous gemstones is the comedy version and, you know, and, and I like both those shows a lot, so I'm not even shitting on them, but it's just, I'm a little tired of, you're like, yeah, okay, we get it. All these people suck. Can you maybe make a show where people are likable? Have you ever tried that? You know what I mean? Like, well, yeah. I mean, but then, the, but then there's complaints on the opposite end of the spectrum when yeah. you have Ted Lasso. Right. <laughs> so, like, there's Ted Lasso's literally the opposite. Everybody's like likable. It's the most like wholesome, uplifting show. And then people are like, dude, fuck this show. It's too nice. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure everybody's like, well, what the fuck do you want me to do? Yeah. What do you want us to do? Just yeah. a bunch of people sitting around be just talking about fucking Yeah, I went to the deli. <laughs> um it's pretty good. Good sandwich. I guess it's just like authentic cuz you could like make a point about like a show like Seinfeld yeah. and how the characters in Seinfeld are all, you know, not on paper likable people cuz they're all very petty and very, you know, ne- yeah. neurotic and stuff. But you like all those characters because I think like they found a authentic way of doing those types of characters. And that's like an iconic show. So it's hard to just put everything up against a very iconic, well-written, almost perfect sitcom and be like, well, why don't you do that? Cause it's like, yeah, it's really fucking hard to find not only like the right cast to do all those things, but the right writers and all those things. Um, but yeah, I mean, you watch these, some of these shows and you're like, yeah, we get it. Like, you're just so, it's just so like annoying. And I think that's the risk of kind of what we're in right now, which is this like content mania where everybody's making something and everybody is attempting to entertain people. So when you're watching something, I feel like there's almost more scrutiny on it because you're like, dude, I could be TikToking right now. You know, I could, I could <laughs> yeah. be watching that other show right now. I could that be doing phone, this. Show. Like, what, what are you doing with this fucking bullshit, man. dude? <laughs> like, that phone is always burning a hole in your pocket. Just like, you want to, yeah, I can show you something. You can look, I mean, your, your phone is yeah. constantly like, you could, you could be looking at a hot girl right now. Right. <laughs> I'm trying. Why don't you just I'm go sure. to that in- yeah. Instagram discover page? What are you doing? Just go ahead. Yeah. Open a Playboy. Yeah. I got a Playboy in your pocket Playboy. every day of the week. <laughs> yeah. That's what it is. It's just like. And they're like, also, do you want to learn about gardening? Because you can learn that too. Yeah. You've always wanted it. You was, you've always you been a stand up. You like stand up. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Here are your five interests. Andy Rock, yeah. here's the killers. You like the killers? I know you like the killers. <laughs> you should right. read more. You, have, you don't read enough. I have a new Jonathan Franzen book. You want to read that? You should read. <laughs> You're like, yeah, I do like the idea of reading. I love yeah. it. It's like, reading, by the way, it's like you, yoga. Yeah. I love the yeah. idea. While you're <laughs> reading, the book on your phone we're also going to like notify you of other shit that's going on to distract you from reading <laughs> like <Yeah>. it's <laughs> it's crazy it starts innocently you know like you have a, you it's like you're hanging out with someone and they start to get bored boring and then you just text somebody better and 
<laughs> and then it's like you're watching a show, it starts to meander, and then you start playing Tetris. Is that why just, people text it, when I talk? and then it kind of just creates this stimulus seeking mind where you're always constantly trying to fill it with stimulation so like any moment in your own thoughts is boring as fuck in comparison Mm. to going on a subreddit about your favorite hockey team and reading you know what i mean like yeah like i i'm like I, i have a um I'm trying to do a bit about this whole thing on stage. It's like I, I, I have the newest iPhone, so it's waterproof. And I think most people want a waterproof phone in case they drop their phone in the toilet and it doesn't break. It's like I have a waterproof phone so I can watch YouTube in the shower because <laughs> God forbid six minutes goes by where I'm not filling my mind with more stimulation. Like I can't even shower without being entertained. Like. <laughs> yeah. uh, at Hot nighttime. water at on command, something yeah. previously undreamable about for <laughs> yeah, yeah. all of Not human existence until like what, like 1950 or something, like 60. Right. <laughs> That's yeah. so funny. Um, and at nighttime, I put an earbud and I listen to a podcast. It's like, who's bored by their sleeping? Who's like, I need to fill, I need to fill up this sleep with some fucking entertainment here. I need some content to help out my boring ass dreams. Like, what, what are you fucking talking about? I love the idea of you, you know, like your dreams are just that podcast. Like you're just watching Ira Glass <laughs> <laughs> in a studio. Like it's a three hour dream of him just being, hi, I'm joined today by Leslie Mann. Um, we're here to talk about her newest project. <laughs> like, oh, I'm fucked. Got Ira all up in the dreams. So I know funny. what you mean. The stimulation never can cease. It's kind of pathetic. And that's why we do like going to movies in the movie theater. The movie theater is like almost this thing that just guilts me into not looking at my phone. Yeah, I know. Yeah. And it's good. It's a good. I literally turn my phone off and it's it's the only time a day. My phone is never off except for the two hours in a movie theater. I never turn my phone off. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's always on. And when I'm sleeping, it's my alarm. They they shouldn't this like God, it was so genius and bad that they made the iPhone the like ecto knife. What's that knife called? Exacto knife. Exacto knife for like just all of your shit. Yeah. yeah. It just yeah, I, I think it would be good to have like a like a a flip phone and like a this is my ipod that does everything yeah yeah the problem is is that like i've thought about that before too but then you're the guy with the flip phone who's like no guys i don't have a social media i have a flip phone you're like oh fuck you (laughs) like really you're the you're you're so fucking you have so much discipline we're all impressed asshole like you're you know you're it's not like you're not just as vain and fucking simple-minded as everybody else like you find another way to fill it up but that would be hilarious like it is hilarious to think of if you had to walk around with all of the tools your iphone could do you know what i mean you're walking (laughs) around with i got alarm clock i got my calendar right here (laughs) flashlight i got a flashlight here's my stopwatch uh Here's my uh, Discman music player. Uh, your TV. I walk around. Here, your yeah, TV. Yeah, I got here's. I bring always bring three to four Playboys with me wherever I walk. <laughs> it's like a huge camping bag. Just in case, like I'm talking to a friend. I'll be I'll literally. I've been talking to a friend, and I'm like, let's just look at a hot girl. Like it's pathetic. <laughs> like, could you imagine if you're just yeah. we're having a conversation and you're just thumbing through a fucking a hustler? 
Yeah. Not to mention an actual cordless phone or something to call people on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's everything it does, and I don't know. It it would be good though. I think like because the texting would be a that would suck because texting is just a part of how we communicate. So trying to text on a flip phone would be more inefficient than just having. Yeah, you would need an what was the iPad? Not an iPad. Whatever that iPod was that followed the eye. It was like an iTouch. iTouch. That's what it was. Remember the iTouch? Yeah, that thing had a moment. That was like basically an iPhone, but it couldn't call or text. It was just right, and then <laughs> quickly they quickly were like went. became obsolete. iTouch. Yeah, I think iTouch would be good to have if you want to know the truth. Um, bring it back. Oh, yeah, iPod Touch. iPod Touch. That's what it was. It was basically just the iPod with like a, a screen. Yep. Man, I forgot about that. Remember They're those? Still like three hundred bucks on. Yeah, dog. Just... Rare Apple iPod first generation, five gigs works, fifteen hundred bucks. Mm-hmm. For the one with like the wheel on it, like the old shitty wheel. But, pull up, um, dog. Yeah, pull up. Yeah, I was wondering. Like, I was thinking, like, I, sh- I for watching movies at home because it's so dangerous to put a movie on at home, and like it's really unfair because every movie at home kind of sucks. Even though I want to see every, mo- I'd rather see every movie at home. I'm like stupid. not paying attention, and I'm yeah. like, this is stupid and boring. It always like used to make me mad. Like, like hot girls would do this a lot. They'll go into a comedy show like halfway through and then everybody's laughing and they'll kind of look up from their phone and be like, I don't get it. <laughs> you're like, because you're not paying attention at all. Uh, and uh, so I was thinking I need like a yonder pouch for watching movies at home. <laughs> just lock it up, have a security guard lock up my phone. And then when the movie's over, he releases the magnetic thing. Oh man, that's funny. Back. I have a kitchen safe. I, you know what a kitchen safe is? Yeah, I saw. I, I see that every time I, I stop by your place. But tell the people what it's for. Tell the good folks at home. Uh, it's a basically it's like a timed safe. Usually people use it in the kitchen, but I do use it for my phone, and it's like it actually sometimes fucks me over a little because like Christian, you'll call with something like you know mildly urgent, and I'm like, well, I can't talk to Christian for two and a half hours. Um, but I do it to prevent myself from looking at my phone and being distracted and I'll lock it up for two to three hours or something. And, uh, yeah, it's, I love it. It's great. You got a fan out of me, kitchen safe. Yeah. Use promo promo code, uh, (laughs) Brett, (laughs) uh, Brett hates late night hosts for, uh, 20% off. (laughs) That's the problem is like we've become so reliant on these phones. So if you put your phone away for two, two and a half hours, you're right. Like that would be the time someone was trying to reach you about something somewhat important. And then you're like, oh, sorry, I could, I didn't answer the phone because it was locked in a safe. And you're like, what? Like, <laughs> what, what do you mean? I do sometimes have to explain. Yeah, yeah. They're like, just have better impulse control. I'm like, that's not going to That happen. is not going to happen. It's not possible, unfortunately. I wish it was possible. So, Do you ever um, feel better than people when you're not on your phone and you see people on their phone in like public? Like, you can't just not be on your phone for a minute, guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because that was the one minute you weren't on yours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. 
You know what I know? Oh, sorry. No, I was going to say I went to a hockey game and uh, no. it's funny. Like I, I went to the Madison Square Garden for game one of the Stanley Cup playoffs, the Penguins playing the Rangers. And uh, it was fucking ridiculous. It went to three overtimes because in the playoffs, oh, it's just wow. continuous overtime. Longest game in Madison Square Garden history. Wow. Penguins won. It was fucking amazing. But, Damn, you uh, saw that? That's awesome. Yeah, it was great. Uh, and then uh, what's really cool, um, that was Tuesday night. But uh, we uh, – like at the end of every period, you go to the bathroom and then get a beer and then go back and sit down. There's like there's like a 20-some-minute intermission in between periods, right? So you have just enough time to go to the bathroom, get a beer, just go sit down. Is that how uh, much time it is really, 20 minutes? Tw- something like that, yeah, like 20, 30 minutes or whatever. Um, but uh, anyway uh, – we go to the bathroom and the bathroom line's long and it just happened to be one of the times where I wasn't on my phone. Everybody else in the bathroom was on their phones looking down in the bathroom line on their phones and somebody blatantly walks to the front of the bathroom line cuts in front of everybody and then goes and takes a piss. But nobody noticed because everybody was on their phone and I was the only one who saw it. And I was like, well, I mean, I'm not going to say I'm also wearing, the fucking other team's colors right now. So I'm not about to call out a Rangers fan in front of all these Rangers fans. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but it's just, you can kind of get away with a lot of shit like that because everybody is just on their phones. That's They're just brilliant. looking down. They're not looking up. So you could literally just cut and no one will even fucking know. Not even the guy that you cut directly in front of. He didn't even yeah. fucking see anything. <laughs> I'm going to try that to like rob a bank. Just literally walking behind the teller's desk, opening a drawer very casually. Yeah, there's all the, that's uh that's very funny. This guy's the big brain, the true big brain. He right. definitely felt good about himself when he was doing it. Yeah, he's like, I'm not gonna sit stand in line with these suckers. Suckers looking on their phone. I'm primates. Gonna- these primates. These yeah. chimps who have to be entertained constantly while it's he's at like, entertainment. It's like uh, <laughs> it almost looks like a commercial. Like he just, that's like a commercial thing where he'd be like walk. Everybody's on their phone in the bathroom line. He just walks up and cuts everybody. The concession stand, he like everybody, the person yeah. at the counter's on their phone. He just grabs a hot dog and walks away. Fucking yeah. players are on their yeah. phone. He just scores a goal. <laughs> <laughs> that is that a flip the, phone commercial. Yeah. I was about to say that. That could be the flip phone guy. He's just like, I used to be on my phone all the time. And then I got a Motorola Razor. <laughs> now the only Motorola. thing I can do on my phone is text and play Snake. <laughs> Get and your life feel. <laughs> <laughs> the best thing about having a razor phone, you can steal. <laughs> uh, that's great. That would be uh, a good ad campaign. Get your life back, and then you're just stealing. <laughs> don't you miss committing crime? <laughs> just don't you miss stealing? Don't you miss petty crimes? Do we want to talk about the fucking landmine that is uh, the potential Roe v. Wade? uh, um, I don't even know how to say dissolution or uh, repeal. Yeah, yeah. I mean, just like that's why you don't live in a shitty state. (laughs) It's actually it's actually kind of fucked up to think about how much more is the term balkanized. How much more just divided America will get when like. You just like have that get decided by states. It's like we're even now we're even more culturally going to divide 
Like people will actually change their geography for, I think people really will. And like, I I don't know. It just sucks. It's not that I believe in progressive uh, progressivism or liberalism or whatever that all that much. Cause I think like, there's a lot of ideas that are really good on paper, but when you add in the human element of somebody has to be in charge, you know, power corrupts that type of shit. Um, I guess what I'm trying to say is I, I, I not, I don't believe in like liberalism or anything like that, that strongly, but I will say, yeah, let's do it. Let's like divide up the fucking states and just let's go see how your Mississippi let's lifestyle. Let's let's go see how Mitch McConnell's shitty state, which by the way get, gets gets money from the states like New York and California who make so much money. There's yeah. like a subsidy that goes in. Let's just let's do it. Let's see how your lifestyle with your shitty 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 state does when you want to turn into a fucking hands made tail situation let's see who the best and brightest minds are go, go let's see where they go let's see I, let's it's, it's experiment if you think you're right if you think your way of living is 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 ethical and and, and better than everybody else's and you want to ban rights you go do that in your little shitty place and let's see how great it is to be there. Let's see how happy your people are. Let's see what your economy does. Because I think every measurable one of those things, when you start attacking people's civil liberties, these are going to go down the toilet. It's just like no one's going to want to go there. It's like yeah. let's just like if you guys are so obsessed with a free market, let's see how it works in, in the world. Let's see where what state does better. You know, which states do better when you turn your state into some crazy town and then let other people have civil liberties and let's see what, what happens. I mean, I'm all I'm here for it. Like, I think Texas, like I I'm kind of rooting for them to fail because of all this shit, because they could they could do because so, like liberalism and woke is woke, whatever is just so annoying that all they would have to do to literally win everybody's votes is just to be like, that shit's dumb. We're not doing the woke thing. But then you don't have to turn into your own version of woke, which is the crazy ideological religious right who wants to fucking do all these things. If you just, if you were just in the fucking middle, dude, on things, you would take over the entire, everything, everybody would vote Republican, but you, you can't get there, can you? You're just like, I don't know. I, I just, it's just annoying. I mean, it's, I mean, I think it's also proof that we do, uh, you know, you mentioned the bubble and it's like, what percentage of America, God, conservative, like Republicans have done an amazing job convincing people that their Christianity is on the line for abortion and on yeah. no other issue. Yeah, that's right. like, that's like brilliant. It's absolutely yeah. brilliant. They've, put up some billboards of a fetus and now people think that's the only place I need to apply my Christianity. Yeah. Right. Um, mm. And uh, not their Christian values on anything else. Like, I, I don't know, homelessness. Like, it's like crazy that like, yeah, that was like Jesus's main thing was like, be cooler to like the weak and the homeless. <laughs> yeah. That was like his main thing. And yet yeah. we're like, yeah, but like, you know, that's that's your fault, <laughs> right? Just Jesus right. never said get a job. <laughs> <laughs> um, but um, uh, real quick, yeah. side, 
yeah, go real, real tiny sidebar, just because you said Jesus. I, I just saw Book of Mormon again this past weekend, and there's fucking there's just one part that's so South Parky. Um, it's the most South Parky South Park thing in the play, where at some point Jesus shows up and he goes. I, I'm Jesus Christ, you guys. <laughs> I'm Jesus Christ, you guys. It's fucking amazing. Why are anyway. they so good at writing, like, <laughs> at, like, distilling it down to, like, it's, like, writing, like, they're, like, these, like, they're brilliant, but they're, like, make things sound like they're morons. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Like, yeah. I'm Jesus Christ, you get Like, that's Cartman. That's <laughs> yeah, Cartman exactly. talking and saying he's Jesus Christ. And there's a certain, like, South Park has, uh, there is, like, a, it's, like, you know, those different foreign languages have different tonalities that they yeah. exist in. There's a South Park tone. Hey, guys, how's it going? Like, it's, yeah. like. There are several South Park tones that, like, when you say it, it just sounds like, like yeah. South Park. It's just the over dramatic, like, and deaths too. When somebody dies in South Park, they're like, <laughs> like completely over the top death, like super melodramatic. Everything, like, even in in the play, at one point, he uh, the singing, where he's like there's a song where he goes, I have to man up because I, he manned up and he manned up. <laughs> and uh, this is <laughs> the second time I saw it and he did it exactly that. So that's like definitely a note because there's little variances in the, in, you know, each yeah. performance is always kind of variances, but it's like, that's a very distinct direction to go. Uh, no, yeah. it's man. Up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's a, it's a Michael McDonald's. Exactly. Yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> like for some reason it has to sound like that. Otherwise it's not funny. So uh, funny. God anyway, damn. That's great. Going back to the, the States thing. It's really interesting because I was just listening to this podcast where they were talking about the presidents and they were talking about how so much of this country was about like, uh, just about the fight over slavery. It's like whether we mm -hmm. should have it or not. And the idea of free States versus slave States, like we could definitely be in a position of like, Abortion states and non-abortion states. I know. Yeah. Like, I mean, and I'm going to really be the John good. Brown of the abortion states. <laughs> Sounds good. I'm going to lead an abortion fetus revolt. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> <Fetus> <laughs> revolt. <laughs> it's, it's, it's such a strange thing, too. This is my conspiracy theories. I think that they're waiting until after the midterms to... Like, they... Because like, from what I understand, like, the Supreme Court always does this type of shit. They're like... Let's just kind of do a preliminary voting on certain things because the course had the the case has to be brought to the Supreme Court and they have to accept it. So it wasn't like you as the Supreme Court could just be like, "Hey, we're just ruling that dead today." Like it kind of it's like a procedure that has to happen. So I think like they're always like it's like war games or, or you know like you're always like, "What happens if you know Cuba invades Florida?" Like what? How would we militarily respond to that? Right. Yeah. So like, I think the Supreme Court has a version of that where they just like start voting on cases and stuff to have like a basis to go to if the case gets brought to them. They could be like, well, these were our thoughts the last time. So I don't think that this was something that they were trying to. I think that because if they knew that this was coming up before the midterms, like that only helps the Democrats because I most people are for Roe v. Wade, like in every poll it's like 60 some percent of people are fine with it um and like i think i, I read a study that's like 43 percent of people are pro-choice 
but only 14% of people are like strictly pro-life. All the rest of them are some sort of like, okay, well, if you get raped, you can have one. Or like if it's a medical thing, you can have one. And most of those people fall into the having Roe v. Wade for the reasons of like, I wouldn't get an abortion, but if this happened to somebody, I I think they should be able to get abortion like that crowd. So like, it's not like this is a popular thing. It's not like it's as 50-50 as people are making it out to be. Um, it's, so it's, I, it's, I just feel like the, whoever leaked it was, was trying to help out the Democrats because they're going to, they were going to get smoked during the midterms. But now if people think that abortions on the table of being taken away, I feel like yeah, a lot of people are going to, are going to come I out. I mean, first off, I like the idea of like, God, I would, it's really fucked up that, you know, people like you're right the lines are never so clear so it's like all right there are some people if a woman was you know sexually assaulted then she would uh be allowed to get an abortion but then you're gonna have people lying about their sexual assault to get an abortion the same way people would lie about an illness to get medical marijuana from Mm -hmm. like yeah like the early 2010s were like uh yeah it's totally raped (laughs) <laughs> I love when we're talking about abortion is where we're still talking about infant say, child. Guys, this is my baby. So anybody who's thinking of getting an abortion, this is what <laughs> miracle looks like. Aww. Aww. Hey, man, man. Um, um, I do have a friend who is on Facebook. Who's like, who's like, this leak is completely, uh, you know, illegal and fucked up. And he's like, this is a, this is Satan at work. And I was just kind of like, I mean, regardless of what you think is like, do you really think this kind of decision is like one that should be passed in like the dead of night? Like, yeah, like <laughs> complete <as> secrecy. <laughs> right. Like as if the fact that like, it, you know, maybe this thing should be talked about beforehand is like not something is like, no, no, just do it. and Don't tell anybody. It's crazy. It, it's crazy to uh, first off, like, yeah, this is Satan at work. They're like, <laughs> All right, bro. This now this was this was an intern who yeah. that was an intern to a mid-level you know person. That's what on, that was. Honestly, I think it's like a high level. Probably one of the liberal court members saw this and was like, yeah, and they're like, hey, I'm gonna leave this on my desk. Yeah. Maybe an intern should put this to get this out somewhere. Right. Yeah, it's just not you. Uh, <laughs> yeah, oh. Exactly. Oh, will you get those? Uh, I don't need them. Whatever that it is, would, it's fine. It would be great if there's such a bad intern they don't get it. <laughs> They're like, I'm gonna leave this on the desk. Okay, I won't touch it. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I yes, you definitely should not touch it. But if it were to leave, uh, you know, I couldn't gonna, do anything about that. I'll make I'm sure gonna it leave, doesn't leave the room to get a coffee <laughs> for 20 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> Is it weird that Jake Tapper's phone number is attached to the top of it? I don't know. Just, I'm just saying, you know, if he so happened to hear about this, I, I don't know. I'm just throwing it out there. Well, I'll cross out Tapper's number so it doesn't. Yeah, I think. Yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> so funny, man. I mean, it's uh, yeah, it was definitely a liberal person that leaked it. It does make you think, like. Man, the Supreme Court really is clearly a political wing of our oh, system. It's, like it's, so like o- it. it's so obviously is, and it they all is. so nakedly don't try and hide it. And I mean, I, you know, I, the whole lifetime appointment thing is like, what? Yeah. So they just get to never, never, just never have 
they're uh, what is it abjected or whatever abjected of their duties. Abjected, that's that's right. like wild. Of course they're gonna like do what they want and apply their value system. Right. And like I'm not a person who believes any of them are villains, but you know like isn't it kind of fucking totally shady that like that woman was like, Oh, I'm not going to legislate my values. And then she's been in for like a year and a half. And <laughs> now it's like, Oh yeah. 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 Totally. Yeah. I, I knew you were just saying that. <laughs> I yeah, knew it was a lie. I gave you the benefit of the doubt. There has to be some sort of like, there has to be some repercussions of that. Cause am I, am I really led to believe that three justices who all said in their confirmation hearing that they wouldn't overturn Roe v. Wade, all of a sudden, coincidentally, all of them had a change of heart. Because, yeah, sure, you can change your mind with new information. But what new information happened in the last two, three years that made you change your mind on something that you were so sure about that you said it was established law? Like you lied in the job interview to get the job. That's what happened. Right. Everybody does it. But yeah. you need to be honest about that. And I think that like there needs to be some sort of repercussions for that. Like you can't just do that. Like right. it's, this isn't like you lied to work at because you were 16 and you're trying to work at Hot Topic and you lied about having retail experience. You know, like this is like a major <laughs> thing that you lied about. So I don't know. Like I just feel like uh, I, I don't know. I, 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 I'm just sick of because the, the right literally has this golden opportunity to take away the zeitgeist from the left. And they just go back to their tried and true anti-abortion, anti-gay marriage, anti-this, that, and the other. And it's you're just fucked. Dude, nobody wants that shit. Nobody – was- like you think you're doing what you, – no one wants that shit, dude. There's not – like it's so – even in red states, like it, it's not as popular as you think it is. If someone could just be – it's – like if someone would just go, we're going to make less taxes. We're going to just less money to pointless shit. And, and by the way, I'm not going to be annoying on cultural stuff. <laughs> yeah. Like that, if that, that, and I'm not even a guy who's like, I want, uh, what is it? I'm fiscally conservative, but I am socially liberal. I even think that's yeah. like, can sometimes be an annoying thing for someone to say, no, right. I'm not fiscally conservative. I mean like tax the wealthy, don't tax the not wealthy, like from middle, middle and then just like, don't be fucking awful on like cultural stuff. Just like, don't be fucking awful. Like not, you know what I mean? And, and not even in like the fake stuff of like trans bathrooms, which becomes a way bigger issue than it actually remotely is. Yeah. Um, but some people want to feel morally good. I mean, just on like, I guess, uh, I guess abortion is on the table. I don't know. The, that's the thing about like conservatives. They never let it go. You know what I mean? Yeah. They never let it go. Like Just you're like, cool. fuck, man, it was 50 years. Let it go. You Even the Civil stay. War. Huh? Oh, I know. Yeah. <laughs> even the Civil like, like kind of yeah. not even kidding. Like what, the Confederate flag. Just let it go. Let it go, bro. It's over. Yeah, so like there's, I think there's been a, a trend with certain liberal people who are in the middle who have now kind of ventured off to the right yeah. in a lot of ways, and I think that like this type of shit's gonna kill that because you like no reasonable open-minded person who's in the middle can go for this. Like it's just, it's just not in the cards. 
And then that's what sucks too is like I'm not even a person who's like they're the same party. They're not, but they both are corporatist and they suck in that way. But at least one is corporatist and is not trying to like overturn a law from fifty some years ago. Right. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, I think that's probably about it. Guys, how is that for hot takes? I know we are sizzling. Solved it. The number one political cultural podcast in the world. Here's what we got to plug. Real quick. I want to plug my YouTube channel where I'm going to dismantle Brett's hot take this week. (laughs) (laughs) Brett's a pussy. Believe Christian. With Christian Duran. Anyway, yeah, let's get to the plugins. Guys, you know what it is? You go to racethemovietheplay.com and please give to our Kickstarter, or you can find our Kickstarter on our Instagram pages. Literally, a dollar helps. A dollar helps. Yes. It moves the backers up, it keeps us on the front page of anything. Yep. So if you haven't yep. donated, it's time, please it's the do. friction of time. I'll DM you a link if you just say, Brett, link. Don't even, but race movie our play is coming out in a month and a half get your tickets on my instagram page or christians or yep. even whitmer's it's it's all there and if also the link in my oh, sorry, yeah, go ahead Chris. No, if, you're, if you're donating to the uh, uh the uh, kickstarter um the thing is if you don't live in new york city you can't attend the play 25 dollars will get you a video of the show so that's i right. mean that's a ticket right there that's that's two tickets you're yeah, helping us out yeah. and you get and you get the show so yeah, you get to watch it. Uh, in my link, in my Instagram bio link, there are tickets to, uh, there are links to get tickets and also to donate to the Kickstarter there too. If you follow me and you want a, an easy way to find the links, they're there. Well, yeah. That's that's the big plug, guys. Thank you so much. Like, share, subscribe, rate, and review. Uh, we'll see you guys next week. Thank you, guys. Yep. Bye. Bye.